getting dumped again. No! What I think, happened? I think so. Start uh, from same the thing that always fucking happens. Grad well, school. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing that always happens for everybody. <laughs> I think that's specific That's what to happens you. to me. This is like the fifth grad student in a row that I've dated. And it's... It's Where are you meeting these people? Nice. On like a website for grad students? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Where, Dude, what's going on? fucking infuriating. And like, I don't even know for sure. I mean, I, I just, I, I'm recognizing the patterns. Like, okay, yeah, you know, it's midterms. It's the end of the semester. Like, but we had like an amazing Valentine's Day date. She wrote me this long card with like a poem in it about us meeting and everything. And then like. You know, she cooked me dinner, she brought me rose, chocolate, champagne, just so much. Like, she pulled out all the stops for it. And we just had such a good time. And then she was like, okay, so my midterms are starting up, so it's going to be really stressful for me. And I was like, for sure, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, be hitting her up while she's doing all this and stuff. So we didn't talk for a little bit. Um... And then, I don't know, like, whatever texts we do have now, it's just, like, all exclamation points. And it's, like, she's mm. talking to me like I'm her, like, weird aunt. She's You're not getting me. a sexy vibe on the text. It'll be, like, yeah, I'll be, like, oh, I just, you know, someone reached out about a job for me. And she's, like, sounds awesome. Congrats. It sounds mm. like you have a lot of opportunities right now. I'm, like, oh, what? That's, we've been dating for, like, a long time now. Like you don't talk to me yeah, like is this that. The, is it? When was the last time you? Is this the same? Saw her? It's the same one. And and yeah. and. She's playing with she, you. She she had finally slept. Well, she decided to stay over at my place um, on the Valentine's Day date, which is like, I don't know, man. It's just. And then I went over to her place to drop off some stuff, real quick, uh, and. It was like the least romantic interaction ever. We like mm. talked about our dogs, had like a one-armed hug goodbye. Like mm. it was just so fucking awkward. So now all the texts are awkward. She's texting me. The, the weirdest part is she's the first one to text. But what is she, she texting? Still, uh, I got one that was just really weird that was like, hey, comma, how was your night, question mark, which usually she'll be like, hey, cutie, like, how's your Thursday going, or something a little bit more personable, and then I'll get, But like, she's still reaching out, but she's still reaching out. She's so maybe, do you still think, do you reaching think, out in the most could it be guilt? way. Could it be guilt? I think it's guilt. I think she it's feels guilt. guilty that she's, she's, she's not into it, and so she's like, or she feels guilty, she's worried about you or something. I definitely feel like it's all guilt-driven because it's like, it doesn't even seem like, it's like these conversations aren't even fun, you know? Like they're just like, it's like if you ran into someone that you knew a few years ago on the street and you're like, oh my God, amazing. It sounds like everything's yeah. going really great well, for the, you. Have a great and this, day. The, the dog conversations do sound fun though. Not, not when you're supposed to yeah, have just I don't like talk spent about the a night dog together. I wanna, yeah, I don't want to talk about the dogs when, I'm, when I want to sleep with you. Like, give me a hug when yeah, you see me, yeah. kiss me, you know. That's such a bummer, hand, Katie, like, but I will say, I will say this chick has been playing with you since the podcast started. I don't I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm starting to get annoyed. I don't like um, it. And, you know, it's kind of like one minute she's into you and then one minute she's not. Yeah. Uh, could she be seeing someone else? No, because she's so busy with school. She's like, she told me up front, I told her I was going to see other people. She got sad about that. She was like, well, I'm not going to see anyone else. So maybe I can't explain uh, it then because I really, I really hate someone like that with like a, that like shows you one, a two face is so hard. You know what I mean? It's so hard to deal with. Katie, I would just say it. Be careful here. This sounds like not something. Oh, it sounds something. like a shit show. I give it. I give she it. She doesn't sound serious, and you are serious. So well, her, I would her get classes up out of there. end for the semester March first. So I'm getting dumped. It's not going to be a fix all. <laughs> it's not going to be a fix all. No, I'm just saying she's probably putting this conversation off until she has some free time to focus on it, and then it's it's done. 
I'm not holding my breath. So do it yourself. So do it yourself. What do you, why yeah. do you I don't, I'm not the one texting her first, though. Like, I don't even want to be a part of this. I don't want to. But wanna, just text her. I don't want to so dump her in the middle her. of her midterms. That's a dick move. Fuck. What is she doing <laughs> to you? She's dumping you in the middle of her midterms. She Fuck hasn't that. done it, though. She's prolonging the dumping until the end of her midterms. I've got, what, I got... I got one more week of this shit. This is, all, this is borderline abusive. She'll dump me while we're recording behavior. our next week's episode. You'll all Katie, be a get out of this. to it again. Katie, get out of here. I, there are you shelters on Long Island. Did podcast? Did I get on the wrong podcast? <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> there's our guest. He's going to write a song there's about this. Guess. <laughs> Um, when am I gonna so lose you? Sad. There we you, go. Speaking of local natives, <laughs> <laughs> we talk basketball. This. We have, th- this this podcast is about two things: um, basketball and Katie's dating life. Um, how's, and, how's that going, Katie? Obviously, it's going great, Nick. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Nick, we should give you a, a proper introduction. So I'm gonna let Zach. Uh, um, cover that since he is a super fan but we are so happy to have you um on this show so thank you so much um do you want to do a quick audacity check um uh i'm actually recording on another program but i'm recording okay oh you're recording okay great perfect perfect let me um it's going all right zach do your thing man (laughs) yeah so joining us uh for this episode is nick ewing bassist of the local natives and uh, as well as solo artist Chewing. My man's got a record label that he just started. And um, LA Clippers fan. Is it is it the local natives or local natives? Are you stickler about that? It's local natives, but for the longest time, localnatives.com wasn't taken. So we had thelocalnatives.com. <laughs> so that was the only thing keeping the... <laughs> got it, uh, got it. Yeah. No, when you're doing that, when you're like, are, when you're coming, because I've named, I've been in several comedy groups, and, and I and I know that naming a group is always the work. It's always such a huge challenge. When you guys have that conversation, is it? Are you really getting into the weeds about why you don't want to be the versus local natives? Like, is what does the the signify that that you guys didn't like? <laughs> it it normally has to do, I guess. Uh back in the day with like itunes just uh-huh. like where you are alphabetized okay so it's, more, it's you're in it, what you really didn't like was not making money <laughs> <laughs> if, if, it's the algorithm yeah. <laughs> if you're smart you gotta start <laughs> your your project with the letter a you know you want it right at the top yes that's what my parents uh, named me adam get those butt dials yeah, there you go <laughs> Do you yeah, get a lot of butt dials? Sure. That's why my parents named me Zach. I get Zach. so many butt dials i get so many butt dials and i have heard so many friends talking shit uh, and like people are like, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. But when your name is Adam and you're the first person in everybody's phone, it does happen. <laughs> so watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Do you have some, you have some good voicemails? Uh, do you have some incriminating save, voicemails? Uh, of course, I say anytime someone butt dials me, I save it. I put it on the cloud just in case they run for office. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Nick, it is so nice um, having you. Uh, uh, you are you are our first. Um, professional musician on the podcast um and we couldn't be happier um i wanted to to ask you as a basketball fan um being in a band it's that's like being on a team right essentially that like you know um when you're touring i mean i don't know what kind of tour situation local natives are are (laughs) are rocking but like especially in covid times it must have that same feeling right like you're on the road you're starting to know everybody's idiosyncrasies it's like a family right oh totally i've actually wanted to uh i mean i don't know if you have a lot of basketball players listen to this pod and i can befriend them but i've I've also i've always wanted to selfishly talk to players just about the the traveling part of it Mm because i i imagine so many times where it's like a player just was off that night like there's there's at least for me, there's 23 other hours of the day when you're traveling and touring and like you could get in a fight with one of your bandmates or teammates or you weird travel and you didn't sleep. Like there's so many, like I could, I could go to specific shows that we've had where it's just like, it was an off night and it had nothing to do with the crowd or us. It was just like, I didn't have breakfast until one and it threw off my whole day (laughs) and just like weird stuff like that. What's on your, what's on your rider? Anything fun? <laughs> We're no. I mean, it's a sign of our age, I guess. It's just like 
when you're younger it's like a bunch of candy and chips and is it really candy like that. yeah it's like <laughs> comfort food you know it's just, but now it's like we we want like make sure we have fresh greens and we can make a salad <laughs> it's right, like right. yeah that, that's where we are at in life yeah it's so hard when you're an actor and it's so hard because the crew especially like catering like they hate you already so like when you show up so when you get to when you're starting a new job you get an email that's like is there anything i can get you like you know for your trailer or anything and like at 99.9 percent of the time i just say sparkling water because anything else seems like you're just the biggest diva asshole like even you know what i mean like even if you're just like can i get um would it be possible to get like a box of tea Every morning, they'd be like, what is this, fucking Ritz Carlton? You know what yeah. it would be? Is we, have, we have Crafty down there. It's like the PA yeah. walking through, and they see everyone, and they're like, bringing Adam his fucking tea this morning. Anyone else <laughs> oh, want to bring yeah, his it's tea? Like this, the hierarchy is so, is so shitty, but I feel like when you're in a band, there's a certain element of like, there's, th- that is not there. They know that you're coming into play, and it's like, let's get them the food they need to rock the house. You know what I mean? Like, that. That kind of that that doesn't exist on a movie set so much. But it's like, <laughs> let's make sure Leo gets his sweet greens so that he really looks like he's getting fucked by this bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we all sing, so we can get away with stuff. Like you know, it's like our voices. You know, we need the we need the ginger, <laughs> we need the tea, we need hot water. Is that what's your voice? What's your voice regimen? What are you doing? Do you have one of those like um, steam thingies? No, I I'm the least uh, <laughs> of the regimented, but like there's a whole range for like. Kelsey will do these exercises, one of our lead singers, and it's like, uh, what's this tea called? Throat coat. And it, it's just like oh, yeah. steroids for your throat, basically. Yeah, I know yeah. throat coat. Yeah. Um, so when you, you joined the local natives after their first album. Yeah, it was between. Is that like being traded? <laughs> Is that like being traded? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you now like you know what i mean it's like they, they bring you in and they're like this guy's really good but you still have to be like what's up these are my favorite shows these are my favorite snacks you know <laughs> totally. this is how i roll yeah like you do have to do yeah, that right i mean that's a good way to put it uh i was i was uh i've been in a million bands uh especially before joining local natives so i was i was like uh you know, I was on my rookie contract and someone can like pick me up on the cheap and <laughs> there's saw some potential, but there was like a chemistry there. And, and uh, it's weird to talk about, or I don't, we, we always talk about it and it sounds like cute, but it's like, it's like we're dating for other dudes, you know, like, so part mm-hmm. of it is like, we like the same art and music and we have the same taste and stuff. But another part of it is like, we like being around each other 23 hours a day, or we can, we know how to deal with each other because uh yeah uh, so we all just like we're good friends now and we, we get along so that that was like a, the chemistry part of it i was the glue guy you know yeah i was the yeah. igodala you're the shane battier the you're the shane battier pj pj fill in, fill in the you know now i know all your yeah. teams <laughs> <laughs> well, well now i was gonna say now yeah go well, ahead zach for for nick it might be uh Ooh. nick batum now right yeah. he's the glue guy in the clippers is he the glue guy mm-hmm. Or the I think, I so. think he's the baguette guy. No way, dude! This guy. <laughs> shots fired, shots fired. But I uh, I did want to move to your team. So so Nick, I see you're wearing a, a Clipper shirt. Prepared. And um, uh, are you from Los Angeles? I'm from San Diego. Um, San Diego. We don't have a team, so you just have to pick another team. And we were yeah, that tracks. We were Clippers for one year, a decade before I was born. So that counts. That totally makes sense, and it answers my question, which is what I ask any Clipper fan, which is why not the Lakers? <laughs> so I, you, you answered it super easily, and I appreciate it. Um, before we get into the league and start talking some basketball specifics, um, I just wanted to ask you a few questions about, like, so, okay, so Zach, you know, the Zach on the podcast yeah. right here? So, like, I don't know him. He's a stranger. You guys me. are just COVID like friends? He, and me as not e- Not uh-huh. even. He, he cold emailed me that he enjoyed the first episodes of the podcast and thought he could be of value as a co-host and, and, 
and like producer of it. So I was like, that sounds great. That's thank you. And I like stuff like that. So I was like, great. So then he started doing it. And now as that has been going on, what I've been realizing about Zach is that a lot of our guests I'm finding have also been cold emailed by Zach to be on the show. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a pattern of, of behavior I'm <laughs> noticing. So I guess I, I just wanted to ask you and make sure that you, that Zach, that there was nothing, no shady business in how we got you as a guest. Um, that Zach just kind of like, are you guys friends at no, all? No shady business, but it was a, it was a cold. It wasn't a cold. It was a. It was a. It was a, okay. it was a Twitter DM. It was a Twitter DM. Okay. Slid into his DM. But he's so Zach is like. But I feel like right, I respect I will, I'll, that. I'll t- I feel like that's how anyone's doing anything in 2020. No, I respect the hustle immensely, and he's a co-host of our show. I just also, you know, sometimes have to check up because if there's a 30-something man (laughs) emailing people on the internet saying, I'd love for you to come hang out with me online, Adam Pally will be there. (laughs) I got to just, like, check. (laughs) I got to just, like, check and make sure that the way these guests are coming in is coached. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Who who else has been on the pod? Who else uh, have you you got uh, other big Clipper fans? Oh, we've had a... We did Paul Shear, you know Paul Shear from. There, uh, a, it's a very um, small community of Clipper fans in LA. Uh, so, so you do. <laughs> I don't know personally. I just know, so him know from like replying to the same uh, beat writers. But yeah, yeah. So he's been on the he's been on the the pod. Is that um, a cold email? And no, I'm actually friends with him. But um, I did find out that after we started recording the pod that Zach had a cold email locked and loaded ready. <laughs> so I'm glad that that didn't. I'm Are you still we friends with to... him after the episode? Did that last? Yeah. We he, didn't ruin I, it? I am, but apparently <laughs> I am friends with him, but apparently Zach invited him to his Seder, which is totally inappropriate, <laughs> especially during COVID. A lot of people. Um, <laughs> but Nick, so um, as we transition to, um, to uh, talking about ball a little bit and what's going on, your clips, um, it's been a kind of up and down season, and that loss the other night to the Nets was a real interesting moment, especially with everybody talking about Ty Lu and the minutes restriction and pulling Paul George out of the game. So I guess, I guess my, my general question is, like, how are, you, how are you feeling as a Clipper fan right now? Um, it's almost halfway. Uh, you know, what, what, what's your vibe on the team? What do you like? What do you don't like? Kind of, I'm really vibing it, and I don't want to be that like my, my famous last words because I felt decent last season, but it does feel like there's mm-hmm. like a, you know, they some some chemistry changes. They they burn some as incense like they were Kyrie, you know, and just like got the bag juju out, <laughs> and it feels it feels different. Like even Doc, like I love him, but like it felt like it was time to go, and like the ball's moving more. Uh, I feel good. The Nets thing, I know there was a lot of talk about it and like the minutes thing, but like it came down to Harden getting a weird call, which he's good at. And uh, half her team was coming off injuries. Like Kawhi had been out for two games. Paul George was out for like a month with a toe thing. And even Batum, he had like a concussion that no one knew about. Like he, like it was, it was like, the the jazz. It's crazy that Batum had. It's crazy that Batum had a concussion, considering he barely moves. <laughs> 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 well, and and Pat Bev has been banged up. It seems like every other game yeah. this season. Too. He's always banged up, so it's just like making sure he's good to go at the end. I I, I have right. I have you Pat. You're saying Pat Bev is on a minutes restriction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batum, I feel what, like he, he got a concussion traveling or something. Like there, there wasn't, there was no details about it, and it was weird. Do so you think it was like he was just like getting on the team plane, <laughs> and someone's like <laughs> Ramoa fell off the luggage thing, and he was like, shoot the door, <laughs> bang. I feel, concussion. I feel like that's more possible than anything I saw. I feel like it's, it's more in the line with like John Wall hurting himself in the kitchen or something what what 
Oh, the, when he when he tore yeah, his it, uh, Achilles. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. Did John? How did John? He said Wall he tripped on stairs, which time. always sounds very suspicious under any yeah. circumstances. But, so you think he was like running away from something? I uh, well, I would guess it's like like liability. what would be what would be that shady sur- li- liability? So what was he like? You don't see many like ACL accidents on like a jet ski. Like what was he doing? You know what I mean? Like well. I will say Monte Ellis years ago on a moped, I want to say tore his ACL. And one of the reasons that players <coughs> lie about it now is like it's written in contracts. Like if there's certain activities you're not supposed to be doing. And if you get caught doing one of those activities, then like you cannot get paid basically during that injury time. Moped Ellis. So like now guys like John Wall. Yeah. Now guys like John Wall need to come up with like wholesome answers of like, Oh, I was cleaning my dishes or walking my dog and whoop there goes my acl your tell obviously zach when you're lying from those two examples is that you start you start talking as if you're calling people in from the farm because lunch is done (laughs) up up just uh playing with my dogs (laughs) what is that why why did it where where did the english language go just now for you (laughs) um so uh zach why don't we run through the league a little bit um uh i i agree with everything you said about the clips um nick my my uh thing with the clips is that i think that they they're oddly enough i think they're a player away um and that's something that that we've been talking about here i think that um their backcourt situation is a little messy. Um, and one of the things I love the most in the NBA is trades. So is there any trade out there or move that um, you, you've you been looking at, you've been doing late at night on the ESPN trade machine, Nick? They're all not real because I feel like we have like such shitty contracts right now. Other other than uh, like giving our six through eight to get one dude. And for me, they're like three and D dudes because I feel like we were used to be such a good like the sh- the we were like a defensive team a couple of years ago, and then we had to like give up a lot of that. So I kind of want like like a George Hill or Mo Harkless or Mo Harkless back. Mm. And I feel like Mo Harkless. You could just sign Mo Harkless, is, right? Like, just isn't he a free agent? No, he's just not playing for the Heat. No, he's with the Heat. So he. Oh yeah. But sign I, him. I would give him like Pat Pat or. Reggie Jackson, please give anybody take Reggie Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. I think he could be the key to the Clippers playing well if they just kept him on the bench. Um, <laughs> uh, Luke Kennard, that contract is crazy. Yeah, Oof. that contract yeah. is terrible. That's the one. What happened? I, like we can't trade that too, so we're stuck for a bit. No. Uh, you know what's wild is that they traded that trade where they got Luke Kennard. Um, it was a three-way trade, and the piece that Detroit got was, I think, the twenty-first pick, which was Sadiq. I Bay, love Sadiq Bay. Who's a rook, and he's balling out right now. He was Player of the Week in the East a week ago. And he's and, six nine, shoots a three. Uh, yeah, imagine imagine him on the Clippers right now. Oh that's exactly God. what yeah, I just. That's a mistake. That's what I said that we need right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Um, what do you think about Steve Ballmer doing those dances <laughs> on the? <laughs> what? You think that's kosher? You think that's okay? I, I'm always curious because uh, I'm biased. You know, I'm a, I'm a Clip fan. So, you, you like, if Pat Beverly wasn't on my team, I could understand why people hate him. But he's on my team, so I like mm-hmm. him. Of course, yeah. Uh, is it annoying for other people? Because for me, it's or coming after, like, Sterling, it's just like, here's this dude who's just like, he's just a fan. He's like a new Mark Cuban, kind of. Just, like, really excited, really rich, and... Yeah. I don't know why he's not as easy to look at as Mark Cuban. <laughs> he's not as easy on the eyes. Mark Cuban is not easy to look at. Have you seen him right. recently? His <laughs> no, eyes does, like falling does. off yeah. his face and like his hair is turning like golden. It's spooky. He had a tough COVID. But I, yeah, but I, I, I hear what you're saying, except the Knicks have that, except it's, it's Dolan. So it's like, it's a little different. It's not, it's, there's a different, different connotation. That guy's like. Are you a Knicks fan? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I just I feel <laughs> bad. I feel like Dolan is the problem. No, you don't have to. Like, 
and I, I'm not telling I, you anything. I oh, I can't. I'm legally not allowed to agree <laughs> or not agree because yeah. I I want to I I want to be allowed at the garden. Even that's um, insane. So you can. You can say that I can't agree or disagree, but Katie and Zach, feel free to say whatever you want. <laughs> if I were a Knicks fan, um, I would yeah, probably I really much agree with you, Nick. Here, here, oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you hope from the other side. You know, all you need is one racist video or something, force to sell the team. I'm working on it. Like, like I'm working we, on we it. We knew. <laughs> just Do an NBA version baiting. of the Imagine video. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. Um, so, uh, real quick before we, before we get into the league, I want to thank you, Nick, again, for, um, for something, and this is news to the audience, but Nick has made us a new opening song for our podcast. Um, and I want to thank you very much. Um, I was able to hear it the other day and I think that it is awesome. Um, and it's so rad to have our own song from local natives as the uh opening however and this is something that um nick you probably don't know our old opening theme was written and performed by me (laughs) (laughs) and i did all the instruments and everything and um zach stranger zach actually was the one who was like i really think we should push for the local natives to write us an original piece, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I, when I heard the original piece, I was blown away because it's so good. And then I was blown away because it sounds exactly like the song that I wrote and performed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sorry and you're welcome, I think. Yes. He's trying to tell you that he's suing you. (laughs) It has less to do with you, Nick, and more to do with Zach, actually. Because I guess, you know, um, I was just like, uh, you know, because like we, 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 I was just like, oh, I guess, I guess you do, like, I, it's hard to tell. Like, does that mean that, that, that you're a fan of the opening song, but you were, but you thought it could be done a lot better? Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to parse, you know what I mean. I, I don't want to give away my like my creative inspiration and stuff. You know, it's better to keep it a mystery. But I uh, I wouldn't <laughs> ask. I wouldn't ask. But it, again, I'm more talking to. I, I understand. <laughs> I mean, if but 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 if I if I took an acting job from you, if I flipped it, wouldn't wouldn't you? Uh, I you, I would want you to take an acting job from me. Correct, mm-hmm. or you would want that. Would you, would you pay me to take an <laughs> acting job from you? Because <laughs> yes. that's what kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, I got some scripts I want to send you. By the way, once once this is over, please by all means send them to me. I am, I'm doing nothing. Uh, I'm doing a podcast about basketball. Um, no, but I, I, I'm I'm looking so forward to it. I'm looking forward to joining local natives when touring comes back to play that song live. Yeah. Um, come, come. you said it right it's there it's binding. been written and great and then maybe we could cover um, Darling Nikki I, I don't know what that is but yeah it's a Prince song oh By yeah Prince. yeah cool um, alright Zach let's run through the league a little on the back end of Ball Sometimes Lie did I do that alright that so, was beautiful yeah that was great alright thanks I'm tired now uh should we take a break? <laughs> so breaking news today, uh, all-star reserves were announced. And this is something that I know we've talked a lot about in the last couple weeks. Um, some surprises, some guys that we anticipated. But I guess, you know, from the top, looking at the Eastern Conference, it is led by one Julius Randle of the New York mm-hmm. Knickerbockers. Hell yeah. There we go. Um, no, he deserves it. He's having a great year. You know, I was shocked about on the East that that – um, they went so top heavy for record, to tell you the truth. Uh, I was kind of like, so who who do? You, who well, do you like think Tatum made it. Tatum and Brown is curious to me. You know, like I don't, I I just feel like on that team it's one or the other. You know, and you got to give another slot to Bam or Jimmy. 
think a Heat player. Yeah, needs, I. You did know. no one from the Heat make it? Yeah, I think I think Bam should have made it for sure. No one from the no. Heat made it. Yeah, don't you think that? They, I mean, I I think that that that's really screwed up, especially considering the fact that that the NBA kind of botched the Heat's record with COVID. Like the NBA gave the Heat COVID. You know, they were pretty much like, yeah, no one on Washington has it. You play. And then, like, <laughs> all of Washington had it, and then all of Miami had it. You know? It was like... It, and look at what both those teams are doing now. So I feel like... Um, yeah, I feel like Jimmy Butler deserves a spot. Oh, you, you would know? give it to Butler over Bam? I think so. They started winning when Butler came back. He's the glue. Yeah, you know what's wild is when he... His COVID spell was crazy. He missed 10 games, and he lost 12 pounds. Like, he was really out of it. Yeah, a couple players have been saying they had real tough COVID spells. I mean, like, uh, Carl Anthony Towns said he had a real bad spell. You wouldn't be able to tell because he always sucks, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. I I think Uh, it's fair, though, that the COVID thing, like, some people get so much worse. Like, I remember just... Don't want to switch sports, but like I feel like Cam Newton got a bad rap last year because, like, he got COVID really bad, and then he's supposed to be like a starting quarterback, like all of a sudden. So it's hard. It's hard yeah, to be no, like COVID- judged immediately after like a crazy illness. Right, which is why a player like Jason Tatum, who also had COVID really bad, um, he hasn't been playing as well as Jimmy Butler since he came back. He was playing better before, but like, so to me, it's like. I don't know. I, I found that to be curious. Um, I think that's the only one in the East that I really, like, um, was bothered by. Well, I, Adam, I have one. Uh, this is actually going to relate back to an episode from a couple weeks ago, but your boy Nick Vucevic mm-hmm. made the team. And if you remember, I took I took issue with that prediction from you. I was like, Vooch doesn't deserve it. That team's dog shit. And we made a, a friendly wager as to whether or not Vucevic would make the team. And you were right, and I was wrong, so I will have to make a... Uh, you have to make a donation. A, I have to make a donation, that's right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I just thought there was no way. I mean, that team is so bad. Yeah, but you know what? There's no bigs. And, like, when you look at that roster, it's so wing-heavy. They needed a big to back up the center, and, like, the the... He's he is having a record breaking year. He's a player like that Orlando team. I don't understand how come they're not fielding trade offers. How come Orlando is not yeah. trading him? Like just blowing it up and moving. Yes. Anyone at this point? Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Like trade him, trade Aaron Gordon, get as many picks as you can. Start over. What's going on over there? They're not going to compete. Well, they have one of those old school coaches, Steve Clifford, that's just going to like grind it out. You know, like he's going to play Vooch and Michael Carter Williams 38 minutes a night to try to get a steal win against the Charlotte Hornets. You know, like I just yeah, think v- that coach is. Yeah, but still, like, the, tell him. Be like, you know, he he knows. He's, he sees the writing on the wall. Like, tell him, look, we got to rebuild. He's been there for five years. Let him go. Fire Isn't him. Isn't that always the, what they say is yeah. the GM's job to do that? Like, you, you trade away everyone else, and then, like, it seems like, okay, see, they're going to trade a bunch of people, and it's not on the coach to, like, lose. It's just, like, your roster is so bad, you, you can't win that many games to ruin your lottery picks and stuff. Yeah. I mean, and then and then when, what, what you really want from these teams is, that is like, what to happen in Brooklyn, like, a couple years ago, which is, like, Kenny Atkinson gets a culture of winning going, even though they suck. And then their role players get value, and then they're able to swing a trade for um, James Harden for Karis LeVert. You know, it's like that. That is what you want. You want your. You want to coach up these guys who are mid range picks. You know what I mean? And like that's what Orlando is not doing. Yeah. They're not. You know, Mo Bamba should be playing forty minutes a night. <laughs> you know, it's like I agree. It's crazy. He's good. Like, uh, well, not only, yeah. not only do you want to play Mo Bamba 40 minutes a night because you want to trade Vooch, but also you want to know if Mo Bamba's any good. I mean, this is his third year, and he's been, he hasn't really shown or flashed a whole lot in his career. So, like, why not give the guy a look? Yeah. You know? And that's only going to happen if you trade. But there's also, they, they like, they're only starting Cole Anthony at point guard because 
they traded all their old point guards. And, like, look what's going on. Cole, have, Cole Anthony's having a good year. Like, they need to do more of that. Yeah. They need to they need to find more yeah. of that. Um, so I, yeah, I totally agree. I'm glad that I won that. I'm glad for, for um, Feed America because that's where you'll <laughs> be donating. Um, and uh, <laughs> what about the West? Who are the West All-Stars? All right, so in the West, uh, a couple surprises in my opinion. Um, so Chris Paul, Paul George, Dame Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Zion, and AD. And I guess, the, I mean, really the only surprise for me is, is Chris Paul. I think he's deserving, but, man, there's so many other guys out West. Like, I would even think, like, maybe even Devin Booker on his own team really deserves a spot. Well, who's going to get Anthony Davis' spot? It's a good question. I, I, I also think Mike Conley. You know, I think a lot of people are still out here riding for Conley because he's never made a team before. And he's having, you know, he's like the best offensive player on that team. Did Mitchell make it? Yeah, I Mitchell and Gobert. Um, I feel like you got to give it to Book, right? Yeah, I would think Book. um, You know, I'm I'm trying to. You know, there's there's a bunch of guys like Shea and OKC who's on a bad team that's putting up big stats. De'Aaron Fox is having a great year. Brandon Ingram in New Orleans. There's a lot of those young guys with good stats that are on bad teams. So I think in terms of like the guys on good teams, I would say it's got to go to either Book or. Conway. And speaking of your beloved king, Zach, what is going on? Freefall? Is it time to blow it up? What do we do over there? Yeah, you know what's interesting is uh, we've lost seven in a row. And um, just a couple weeks ago, the Kings were in a ton of trade rumors. Everyone was trying to get their hands on Harrison Barnes, who's having a career year. And the Kings were like, you know what? We love our team. We're not moving anyone. Other than Buddy Heald, maybe. And nobody wants Buddy Heald. And uh, and now, like, it's the conversation is completely shifted, you know? Like like Kanye said, it was all good just a week ago. You don't have to do that. Uh, you don't have to do that. Well, I did. I know. We all know. But you don't have to. Um, yeah. But they've lost seven straight, right? Yeah, seven in a row. And, um, you know, it looks like there's no end in sight. We have the worst defense currently in NBA history. <laughs> in history or this that is season? Not, that is not an exaggeration. In, in, no, in the history of the National <laughs> Basketball Association, the Kings are, are giving up more points per game than any team ever before. Wow. That's one superb. How, and like, wow. So, but, but there's so much work to be done on that team. Do you have your first round pick this year? We do. So that's a lot of Kings fans. Like Kings Twitter is all just like, you know what? Let's just tank. We'll get... We'll get a top five pick. This is supposed to be a good draft. Um, but, man, like, we haven't made the playoffs in 14 years. Like, every year I'm just like, you know what? I don't care about a high pick. If we could just get one playoff run, like, how meaningful that would be to the fan base and to the city. Um, I want more than anything for the, the team to turn this thing around. Like, I would love to trade, you know, Buddy and some and a pick or two and get someone like Aaron Gordon. You know, like, that was a better that's a better fit for the team. There's so many guys, like, we have so many weak links right now on the roster, but we also have, like, a lot of really young, promising studs like Fox and Halliburton and Holmes that I'm really excited about. It's just a an unbalanced roster. Hmm. With a bad coach? Luke? Friend of the pod, Luke Walton. Luke, yeah. Luke is not a friend of the pod. We, there in college, some emails I may out? or... No, just in college, I may or may not have driven a girlfriend of his to a clinic. <laughs> um, so, uh, what else is going on in the league, Zach? Well, um, we touched on your boy Carl Anthony Towns a little bit earlier, and that's yes. actually a nice segue to first coach fired, Ryan Saunders. And that was you. And going back to the board... Um, you had you had said that, didn't you? You said Ryan Saunders would be the first one to be fired. Yeah, I did, and I actually placed a little bet uh, towards the beginning of the season, and I got plus twelve hundred odds on that. So that was a nice little payout for me. Where'd you bet that? Uh, I don't. Katie, can we beep this? All right, forget it. But I thought you were going to give like an online. So how much bet. did you? Marks, 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 <laughs> editing. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not editing. I'm not editing. Okay. How much did you? How much did you? Uh, did you? Did you pay for that? 
Oh, it was like I bet like twenty bucks. Hell yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Dinner on Zach. Nick, do you gamble? I don't. I tried a couple times. You don't. And uh, I just need a new address to get my FanDuel account going again, you know? Yeah, it's a, for sure. <laughs> well, we get your FanDuel account up because we do these FanDuel things on Saturday sometimes. They're so fun where we'll, like, gamble with listeners of the pod. Like a live gamble? And they would – yeah. Uh-huh. And they would be hyped to play, like, fantasy basketball with you one night. So – yeah, that'd be cool. Sign up on FanDuel. And I, and I will say, uh, Nick, last week, um, you know, we shared on Twitter. We were like, hey, everyone sign up for this Saturday. Um, Adam never wins. And sure enough, this past week, I think Adam finished Damn. second. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, say, I didn't say Adam never wins. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even. I didn't that, prove something that either, your, but it went out. It went out. Your dad said, I assume. <laughs> Um, so Nick, I want to ask you more a couple more questions about being a rock star. Is that okay? <laughs> um, so you talked a little bit about the traveling and stuff, right? Like, so obviously that's not going on during COVID. But um, do you see like what what do you see as the future of of kind of bands and music and like what where are you guys going? What are the conversations you guys are having? We're kind of. I mean, it's appropriate. We're talking about sports on here, but we're kind of like waiting uh, until sports completely open up because it seems like there's so much money on the line in those industries. Like, you know, NBA wants to get this going as soon as possible. Like, they're losing billions of dollars a year. We're, we're losing like a thousand dollars a year, or whatever we make. Uh, so it seems like those are the big <laughs> dominoes to fall. Um, and also, it's also weird uh, how into the weeds you want to get, but like. There's a tour cycle, so like you can't you can't tour the same cities every three months. So when we when everyone's going to come back, everyone's going to come back at the same time. But when you do that tour, you kind of can't tour again for another year. So it's trying to like time it, if that makes sense. Like we can't we can't play New York in November and then try to tour again next spring. Like we have you have to you have to spread it out a little bit. So it's, it's a weird, mm-hmm, it's a weird sure. song and dance, especially when no one can pre- predict the future. So at this point, we're just like 2022. That seems most likely. And are you guys gonna like um, stock up on material in that in that time? Or are you guys like spending a lot of time at a rehearsal space? Or like what's the what's the vibe in the band right now? We we're we're recording. We're working on music. It's been pretty slow because we're pretty we're really collaborative. So we kind of have to be all in the same room so it's like we've done a few times where we just like take a bunch of tests quarantine um but it's it's a lot slower than just like you know everyone has different covid comfort levels so it's just like we are working on yeah. stuff and, and you guys it's slow and you guys are a real band so you guys have families and and like it, you guys might not even all live in the same city i'm assuming we actually do now i was the one guy who uh, lived away and then I came back in the middle of COVID. So we're all LA now. Where where were you before was, that? Down in San no, Diego? No, I was in New York. Oh, hell yeah, yeah dude. I used to live in LA. We, we should have um, just swapped places. You should have, you know. You know, <laughs> I find myself missing LA a lot, even with your horrible COVID numbers. Um, I find myself missing California quite a bit. Are you a are you a um, California kid or just n- n- no I just spent I lived there for 10 years and just like you know you get it's so comfortable and you get really comfortable yeah. there and New York is the opposite of comfortable New York New York is hard and you know what I mean and and and, it, and it, it's exciting and you can thrive but like the comfort in LA is something I miss totally you know I mean that's where you live where are you living we're, right now? We're on the east side. We're like Highland Park, um, Eagle Rock area. But I guess for all the reasons you just said, I grew up in California, so that's why I loved New York. And we came back for that comfort in the middle of COVID, but I really miss New York and, you know, ev- everything that city has. But it's kind of, I assume, not really even that yet. Like maybe it's like 50%. Not no. even. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's definitely. I haven't been. I haven't left the cities, like during COVID. Like I don't know what, what um 
other places are like really but i would assume that it's the same as all other major cities like it's shut it's shut down here you know yeah. like you, you can't really do anything you know and if you are you're super nervous about yeah. it you know um so it's like it doesn't have the same until I think until Broadway opens up, New York won't have the same vibe. I mean, those, it's the same thing. Like you're certain dominoes to fall, and then it'll start feeling, I don't know, some normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's people in the garden tonight, which is cool. Oh, really? Um, I don't know. Yeah. There's 2,000 people in the garden. I don't know when the Staples, when Staples Center are going to let, start letting people I in. I feel like we're last. Um, I feel like it's so bad here that. It's really bad there, yeah. Maybe they'll only let people in with the West Coast strain. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was something I, I wanted to add. I wanted to add to that question that you asked. Oh, please earlier, go ahead. Just yeah. in terms about, like, the current climate, you know, like, I feel like local natives have done some really rad stuff to kind of combat this situation we're all in with the pandemic. And they've, you guys have done a couple live stream shows um super into that what was what was yeah yeah and i you know for me personally um my wife and i subscribed to one of them and just had a a fun kind of date night in friday night where we had some beers all right okay the show (laughs) made a baby Uh, it's just so generic it's like (laughs) had a beer ate a pizza watched a show you know you're like wilson from you're like wilson from home improvement I I wish I could take I don't I don't know that guy. I'm sorry. The guy that looks over the fence. Assume, you never see his face. You see like half this. Of his face. Like, oh. Yeah. And all the advice okay. all the yeah. advice he gives is always like, Wilton, have you had a beer? I assumed it I assumed it would be <laughs> offensive. Offensive. Wilton, have you He's uh, a wholesome guy. Yeah, he's yeah, a great, no, he's, he's a not character. offensive. He, but all his stuff I was saying it's wholesome. It's just so like, Wilton, have you have you had a pizza, a few beers and tried a live stream? but uh that's all to say like i'm i'm curious what that experience was like for you guys and if you're thinking about doing more of that during during this time and if that's a a good way to get the band back together and make a little you know keep some revenue coming in it was weirdly like cathartic for us as well because the other part i don't i don't think i even we realized ourselves was like we tour all the time and i I don't want to say the romance is gone but you know it does become a grind at a certain point and the shows are a release, but a lot of times when you're on tour, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get to get home, you know, cause it's, it's a grueling like six weeks. Um, but it was really cathartic for us too. Cause it's just like, I hadn't, I had played music in my headphones, like in this room, not to annoy my, my wife during COVID, but I hadn't played music with other people in nine months, which was like the longest I hadn't done since i was like in junior high or something so it was really it was like emotional for us where it's like oh yeah music is uh is great for i don't like i emotionally get something out of it too um yeah was it was it super hard to put together the set lists considering you guys hadn't played in so long was it like everyone was like hey i i gotta get these seven no it was it was weird because we could just play what we played more than was on the stream like we just we just played a bunch of songs and they're like oh naturally these ones are good you're gonna you're gonna once you start you're gonna like attack it i feel like my first improv set after covid is gonna be two and a half hours just you're, you're <laughs> gonna be like melancholy in the infinite sadness <laughs> 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 yeah uh i mean what what's that world like are you get or is it like instagram live it's people dead no, I mean it's it, it there, there are some like shows like uh that you can do and stuff, but most people most people are doing podcasts because it's like the one way to sit down and and interact, you know, and like improv comedy needs it needs spontaneity, it needs this sort of like you know, um yeah, so it's like it's is dead pretty much. And I don't know if it will ever come back the way it was. Mm. You know, like I can't I can't imagine a club <laughs> you know like i can't imagine going downstairs into a basement for like a hundred people and doing improv it would i feel like 
that just wouldn't i don't know yeah that's like the past i mean also <laughs> you know i mean maybe it's just like a year and a half away but that's what it feels like with concerts too where it's like like nba arenas yeah you can spread people out but the point of going to a show is like you're all in to bang around you're like right up next to a stranger and that sounds terrible for the next foreseeable future when yeah, you think about so, the, so uh, that's kinda... the flaming lips thing with the bubble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bubble audience. Oh, yeah. Would you guys do that? Uh, maybe. I feel like that was really rad because <laughs> they're such a, they're known for the bubble already. Exactly. Yeah, because he he's already yeah. in the yeah. bubble. I think we'll do more. Um, well, I also know there's been a few, a few bands have done, like Wilco did these like drive-in shows over the summer that were pretty cool. Have you guys thought about anything that's like kind of compact and safe like there's that there's been a outdoors. couple offers like that and it we've talked about it but we also don't want to be um we all are taking COVID pretty seriously so we, we also don't want to be like the guinea pigs where it's just like oh super spreaders yeah, like yeah. Th- like the chain smokers <laughs> yeah. we don't want to be the diplo <laughs> of indie rock yeah. <laughs> uh, um i think we're gonna do more so live uh streams. like we've talked about that like we want to do like a concert series or something like we'll play an album in its entirety or something like that. Oh, that cool. sounds awesome. I love shows like that. Yeah. Those those always yeah. rock my shit. Um what music are you listening to? It's uh what what what's what's some of the stuff that you've been listening to during covid? Like what are you what, what are you putting on, you know, during the day? It's a it's a weird mix of um I'll say rap and electronic music and then like old rock. Like you know you know like mm-hmm. those like raps. Sounds like my sounds like my there iPad. You go. Like, like Neil Young and the Beatles have just been like comfort music, and I don't I. What 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 Neil Young? Oh, like all the the di- the like Harvest or yeah like... the, the the that dark trilogy like on the beach, mm-hmm. um, tonight's the night, mm-hmm. just all the seventy stuff. So you're like really in a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know all those super depressing Neil Young albums. <laughs> Yeah, I've only been listening to that in a dark room in my headphones, so I don't annoy my yeah. wife. <laughs> uh, but and what Beatles? Uh, actually, the early stuff. We've been my wife and I've been doing like a bunch of like music documentaries, and she didn't know much about the Beatles. So it was like we just watched a couple of documentaries, and it's kind of fun to re to rediscover through somebody else. Have you, have you guys seen the uh, what Beatles? The anthology. Yeah, I, I watched that when I was a kid. But like, is there a new Beatles? Uh, doc that I should be checking there out. There was one that came out last as year a Paul, as a Paul head. It was um, as a Paul head. I think you like it. It was I can't remember the name of it. It was Ron Howard made Is a documentary. Tw- oh, twenty eight days a week, right? Oh yeah, I never saw yeah, that. Eight days a week. Yeah, it was about the oh. whole like don't oh, stop. Twenty eight days a week. Twenty eight yeah, days about, later. Twenty eight days a week. Yeah, it's about know. when the Beatles turned into yeah. zombies <laughs> and were running around London. <laughs> That would be a great movie, though. They were chased by fans. They might as well be chased by zombie fans. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my script oh, idea. I wanted to piss you out. <laughs> oh, great. Adam's a zombie. Hard pass. Adam's Hard a, pass. T- a tween girl zombie. <laughs> Ooh, now you're talking. Yeah. Um, I really... Uh, that, that uh, I gotta watch that movie, because I've, I've been putting on a lot of Beatles lately, too. Um, and I am a Paul head, uh, but lately I'm into George. I I feel like the times have been calling for George lately. Um, even his solo, a lot of solo stuff. Um, all things must pass is like one of my all. Oh, it's on the top. Records. Yeah, it's a top five. Or, yeah. Um, so what what uh what rap and, and electronic are you into? I'm really into Nicholas Jar. Everything he does, I think he's a genius. Um, cool. JPEG. JPEG Mafia, I also think, is a genius. I feel like he's just been crushing it lately. Denzel Curry, mm-hmm. who's who's on our label, so I feel like I'm, I knew about him for a second. Partial. I'm just rooting for him. Yeah. And I think he's so cool. Company yeah. man. You, you, you gotta helps everybody. <laughs> of course. Um, um, would you be interested in possibly making a playlist for us? Totally. Actually, it's funny. I've been actually hosting this uh, internet radio show. They're just our mixes. I've just been doing like what I've been listening to. Um, I started doing that in quarantine. Would you send them over? Could you? Would you possibly send one over for our audience? Because I feel like we've been. Uh, they would really get a kick out of totally. that. Totally. Uh, maybe like song songs to ball to. Yeah. By Nick Ewing. Yeah, we 
we uh we actually started our first ball sometimes live playlist for for our audience and uh one of your tracks Hey-o. made it in the the collab that you guys did with with classics weekends hell yeah is one of the one of banger. the first songs on the on <laughs> banger yeah. thanks banger those days are so cool we've known them for a while and we made that song a long time ago and it finally came out so what do you what do you think about daft punk did you hear yeah. about this i mean i guess it was i don't know why i asked you like i'm jay leno hosting the tonight show <laughs> you also said you hear about this you hear about this you hear about this you heard about this daft punk breakup you heard about this it seems like you're so star for for uh improv you know this is like the late night monologue <laughs> it truly is my only outlet um <laughs> you heard about this you heard about this you heard about this um what were we just talking daft about punk. daft punk right poor daft punk poor you know what i always think about daft punk it's amazing that the little one has confidence the, does you know he? I, do we I know that he does that. he must he's daft punk <laughs> he's in a mask but like but to always have to be put into those crazy costumes next to like a tall, slender person. It's like Penn and Teller. And for you to then realize that you're the zero and the number 10, I don't know. Tough stuff. I mean, they're, they're very French. So it seems like uh, <laughs> they are so unimpressed by any of that. Have you seen them with their helmets off? Yeah. yeah they're so normal. Yeah. Like they're, I feel like they, Maybe that's why they retired. They, they were probably bored with it. They were so much cooler than that. Well, there have been is so many breakups is? Is, is in it? COVID. So <laughs> Daft Punk is that a retirement? Is, <laughs> is it a retirement or is it like Daft Punk is it, like? Do you think they'll be going off and doing solo shit or is just like we're not? We have so much money, we're not doing anything. They they were. I know they're working on other people's music, so it's probably just like we're just this name is done. We're never gonna make an album again under this name. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Great. It's kind of wild they announced it like that last album, Random Access Memories, came out what like eight years ago. Like what? It, I wonder why they just waited so long. To well, they did the, they, they did the weekend. Together. Oh yeah, the weekend song was. They right did there. the weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. They like they kind of produced some of those tracks on that weekend record. Right? Yeah. Um. Do they have a wine? I feel like they have a wine. <laughs> I I I don't know about that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like the Wait, so Daft Punk. I feel like they probably what's have the come from wine money, and that's what funded Daft Punk. <laughs> what's like the, that? I buy. What's the decision making behind, like Zach, what you just said? Like, instead of just leaving it and never making any type of announcement, why do you think that they decided to make an announcement instead of just not making an album again and staying silent? Like Nick, if if local natives was over it would you write up this like big notes app like <laughs> you know we've come you to this to, sad conclusion but like why not just i mean if it's been eight years like is anyone really knocking on your door i mean i don't know i guess people are still hitting up rihanna for her new album so maybe they get i, mean, I think you want that reunion money i think you want that reunion that's money. what i like think if you it, say it drums up a yeah, lot of you publicity s- if you say you're broken up, then three years from now, it's like, nah, we, we're broken up. Super Bowl? It's the Jay-Z effect. Well, that is like, that's like the Rage model, right? Like, Rage has, like, come back and headlined Coachella, yeah. like, multiple times since they've broken up. But I guess that your your rate goes up when you're less accessible. Yeah, yeah I mean, Outkast did that in the last Coachella, except they, I hear they phoned in all the performances, which is yeah. a bummer. I was just in an Outkast. Yeah. I was in a major, like, old Outkast hole because I, I, I was recollecting being at one of their 1999 shows and it was like one of the best concerts i've ever seen and and i got to their last bunch of shows and i was like wow this seems not as fun you know i used to have a little bit of a relationship with andre 3000 slid into his dms well yeah what, what does that mean you asked no. you asked him to be on the podcast on instagram <laughs> no <laughs> no i used to um i used to intern uh like a decade ago for some film studios um, doing some promotions for for free screenings and Andre um, we had like VIP lists for folks in Atlanta and Andre was always on the lists and he always him and Eric Badu and like his whole family 
came out to like all these free screenings and um and i would like you know show him to his seat and like shoot the shit with him ahead of time and and then afterwards i ran into him in atlanta a couple times and like he remembered me and like dabbed me up it was cool does he still live in atlanta super nice guy yeah yeah that's right cool he's my hero he's and and like he um he's like a huge like movie buff too like, i know he's an actor now but like he would give feedback after the movies to us about like what he thought about some random indie shia labeouf movie you know tough example but yes super thoughtful <laughs> well yeah, yeah maybe yeah that's not the best no movie. it's all right it's all right but yeah roman polanski fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was his, who's his favorite stand-up crystalia <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Um, well, this has been fun, Nick. I'm sorry if it has to end on such a sad note right there. Um, but seriously, um, I can't thank you enough for your music and for coming on and chatting with us and for being such a cool dude. Um, and uh, truly, it, it, it's it, I know how much it sucks to like roll over and like turn your computer on and talk into that microphone like it it does it sucks really bad i you know i didn't want to do it either tonight but we made it through (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and music uh no thank you for having me on uh human interaction is so limited these days like being able to talk basketball for an hour was sound like a dream so thanks for entertaining me and uh having me it is and 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 before you go um I know, just real quick, uh, if there's any advice you have for Katie in her love life, <laughs> um, it seems like she's been, she's hit a wall His here. His band's music is what's going to have to get me through this. I, I don't know so how much whatever. of the original is actually going to be on the podcast or if the person you're dating listens to the podcast. There's so many layers to this. Well, by the time this comes out, I'm sure she'll be long gone. So, <laughs> <laughs> Katie will be on to a new grad student. Yeah, honestly, it's like fucking orientation over at my apartment every week. My my one my one note would be uh, not knowing anything about your situation, just jumping right in. Perfect. Was uh, I once did what you're contemplating, break up with someone during finals, and I felt pretty bad about it afterwards. And so I was like, I should have just waited a week. Yeah, yeah, that's, I can't do it. That's too mean. Plus, I'm not sure if she's, maybe she thinks I'm being weird, so she's being weird. There's just, there's a lot of question marks floating around, so I'm just going to do nothing. And she listens to the pod all the time, so she knows my thoughts about it. And She listens to local <laughs> natives. It's, it's a real shit show. She's a big fan show. of the pod. Yeah. It's a real Well, as long as you're not show. telling her exactly how you feel, I'm sure it'll go great. <laughs> no, never. Never let anyone in, right? <laughs> oh, I will say it's um, the one year anniversary of me breaking up with my previous ex that I went to a local native show with oh. at Brooklyn Steel oh. in New York. So Hey-o. it's all tying in together. I blame you for all of my relationship troubles. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick. Nick. That's fair enough. <laughs> Nick, are you are you um is Brooklyn Steel? I've never been there. Is that a good venue? Oh, that's a rad venue. I, it's really beautiful. So cool. Yeah. I've, I've gone to a couple shows as a fan there, too. So I was, I was stoked to play there. Really? That's very that, cool. Where is that? Right next to me, Adam. Like two blocks away from my apartment. East Williamsburg. Really? I, f- I feel like I saw a band there like a year ago. And I'm forgetting. Nice. To, is it near... Ah, fuck it. Is it near Mission Chinese? I don't know. It's no, near Kings no, County Imperial. No, you're of, um, elsewhere. Elsewhere, yeah. yeah. I saw a band at Elsewhere that rocked my face off. Elsewhere's um, a crazy venue. That's yeah. so far survived COVID. They've actually had the rooftop open during, during the warmer months and stuff. So, fingers crossed. But I know they were almost cool. closing down. Are you both? Save music yeah. venues. You're both New York then. Yeah, Katie and I are in New York. Zach's in Atlanta. Um, it doesn't really matter anymore where you live. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> we all just live in our screens. Yeah. I truly feel like I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, this is the most anybody sees each other now is, is this. Yeah. And this little glimpse into, like, someone's house is so, so, is so nice. You know what I mean? Oh, man, the Knicks lost. 
I was DVRing it, and the freaking <laughs> thing came down. This is literally the ending of oh, every God. episode Damn we it. have. That's the, that's the <laughs> music for the end. Is oh man, the next. It lost. literally <laughs> every episode, and somehow, no matter what we're talking about, it ties back into how much the Knicks suck. Well, congrats yeah. on Julius. Yeah. I feel well, like that's awesome. It is awesome. It yeah. is awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you. I take well, full uh, credit. <laughs> Nick, on your way out, do you want to promote anything? The Sour Lemon EP, the classic stuff, your uh, the Chewing Record, Pacific Ocean Blue. That's that's all of it. Chewing, Local Natives. Any of those, Nick? <laughs> Chewingink.com yeah. is my label. You can and Nick, again, I know it seems like Zach may be stalking you or something, and I, I wish I could tell you definitively that he's not. He's a stranger, but and I we don't endorse like him. <laughs> I do feel like he's just a super fan. You're pretty safe. I mean, I, I appreciate all you guys that even know who our band is. So that that's a win for me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeah, we're cool Brooklyn heads. We're young. So cool. We're so cool and young. Um, all right, dude. Well, well, keep it easy. We look forward to new music and we look forward to getting seen you live in uh, 2022. Thanks for having me. Cool. Later, Thanks, Nick. Thanks, man.